thank you for taking the time to listen to this life-changing message from the ministry of Faith Bible Chapel. We hope this message will encourage you in all parts of your life. At the end of this message, you will hear more information on how to contact our church family, as well as directions for you to visit us for any of our worship services. Until then, join us for the service in progress. You know, Mother's Day is a pretty significant day. If I was to take a, a survey today and ask all of us to raise your hand if a mother went through labor to bring you into this world, raise your hand. Okay. So this is a very relevant Sunday because every single one of us has a mom. And the Bible is clear that we are to honor our mothers. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to honor moms. And we're going to look at the scriptures and see how does mom reflect God. How does mom reflect God in our midst? How does mom reflect God in everyday life? Because, just so you know, woman was made in the image of of God. Did you know that? Mothers and women, you are unique. Something to understand about women is that God shaped them with a specific purpose, with a plan, with his fingerprint on their heart so that they could demonstrate who he is in the world. I don't know if you know that or not because most people attribute man to the image of God. But according to Genesis 1:27, it says this, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And what's really interesting about this passage is that this whole idea of image is so much more than what you see. It's so much more than just I see an image because when we hear the word image, that's what we think about, just what we can see. But actually, it's so much deeper than that. It's so many different layers and levels. It, it, it really connects to the life of an individual. So whether it's someone's emotions, someone's strength, someone's tenderness, someone's warrior spirit, someone's mercy, judgment, how they process situations. What it means is that you are demonstrating the image of God through every area of who you are. And women in particular express a part of God. I want you to hear this for a moment. That man cannot and is incapable of expressing on the earth. Now you don't have to be an expert in, in, in humanity at all to say that man and woman are different. Amen? We're different. We're different because God made us different. We're different because God shaped man and shaped woman with a piece of his heart, with a, with a, with a part of his image in each one of them. And so it's important for us to understand today that women, particularly mothers, Express this image of God. And I want to look at that today because I believe it is in motherhood which you begin to see many of these incredible attributes of God being expressed on the earth. I mean, mothers are kind of a big deal, you know. As we all responded, we, none of us would be here without them. Actually, this morning my daughter presented my, uh, my wife with a plaque. And she said all these really nice things. And it says, Mom, I'm thankful for you because without you, I literally would not be here. <laughs> but what was the purpose of a mother? What, did, what was God trying to communicate to the world, to humanity, to the life of a woman? 
that he, he put his image in. It didn't say he made man in his image to express who he was on the earth so that if a person looks at man, they can know what God was like. Actually, that's not at all. It actually says man and woman were made and created in his image for a reason. So mothers just aren't important. They are vital in expressing the image of God on the earth. He has placed a piece of his heart, mom, and women into your heart. A piece of him. A piece of his image. What he wants to show the world, he wants to do it through you. You feel things differently than men. We all, we, we all know that. You internalize situations. You have a deep sense of emotion as a mother and actually, the world and even good-meaning Christians try to, tries to undermine that. They try to undermine that sensitivity. They actually try to call it weakness. We try to cram women into the box of a man. We need to act like a man. You need to, to just, just, just move on. Just come on, suck it up and deal with it. But what's very interesting about women is that you have a deep reservoir as a heart. It's complex, made up of different pools from different situations, and you draw from different things at different times. As a woman, you pray what you feel. I mean, you, you pray what, what is going on, what is stirring in your heart and your soul, and you cry out to God and because you, you have a need. Oh, God, please help my husband. Men, we pray what we need. Lord, I need $127 by next Thursday. Amen. But women are different. <laughs> because you express a part of God that man cannot express. You position your life. You carry burdens that no one else sees. You have concern for children. You have concern for people. You carry burdens so your children don't have to. So your husband doesn't have to. And most of the time, no one sees what you carry, but you feel it. You know what you carry. You keep things hidden in your heart because you don't want to burden people with them. You pick up things, and whether it's, it's duties or, or different emotions and whatever it is, you, you, you just bring it all to yourself and no one else sees it. And that's what a lot of people don't see. They don't see that actually mother's heart is probably hiding many things. She carries many burdens that no one will see. There are things she's prayed for that she longs for so deeply that will never be heard by anyone else but God. God has made your heart something unique and special and powerful. And I believe God wants to affirm that. There were things in your heart that your husband doesn't know, your children don't know, your friends may not even know. And you maybe have questions today. Maybe there might be things that you're dealing with today that are hidden. You know, Mary, the mother of Jesus, her heart was very similar. I don't know if you've ever thought about Mary, but Mary had quite the journey. This was a woman who she'd gone through, the best way I know how to say it, probably some emotional trauma along the way. She was engaged to be married. She was so excited. She was going to be marrying Joseph. I mean, man, this, he's already got his carpenter business going on. It's going to be a good life. And she's so excited. And she's preparing herself. She's talking with her mom about what's her wedding going to be like. And what kind of cake are they going to have. And what kind of hummus should we bring to the, to the, you know, to the reception. It, they were all excited about it. And then one day everything drastically changed for her. 
an angel appeared to her and said, hey, fear not. God's going to put a baby in your womb. Oh. So she, she thinks, okay, all right, I think that's good news. And so she goes and tells her fiancé, hey, just so you know, I, there's a baby in my womb. He said, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to divorce you now. And so that begins to happen. He was going to do that quietly. Then an angel appears to him in a dream and says, hey, it's all right. Mary's telling the truth. And so, oh, okay. So then he goes, hey, never mind. An angel told me. And she says, well, so an angel has to appear to you for you to believe me? I don't know if she said that, but I'm assuming she said that. <laughs> That's what it takes. Is this what we're beginning this relationship with on distrust? You didn't believe me the first? I'm totally just going on. Okay, so, so then they, they, they kind of reconcile and then they make their way to Bethlehem. And at, at Bethlehem, you know, Mary comes and she's pregnant and she's ready to give birth. And God doesn't even open up a door in a, in a hotel that they could even have a room that she'd give birth inside. They have to go to some stable somewhere. And she's thinking, I thought this baby's from God. This is God, this is, how, this is what you're doing? So she gives birth in a stable. I wonder if she thought through this process of having children, if she thought, you know, when I give birth, I, I'm really looking forward to I could give birth right next to the donkey. She never thought about all that. All these things are rolling around her head. And Mary, in the midst of all of this, she gives birth. Shepherds show up and say, hey, just so you know, an angel appeared to us and said for us to come. And here we are. And she's seen all of this and thinking, oh, my gosh. Life maybe hadn't turned out the way she thought it was going to. The birth of her child didn't happen the way she thought it was going to. The marriage and the, and the, and the questioning in the beginning, she, it happened and she didn't think it would ever happen that way. But it was. And she had all of these things. And in the midst of all of this, we see a glimpse into Mary's heart Luke 2.19, Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. All these things. You ever wonder what that was? Every situation, every misunderstanding along the way, things she didn't understand, wondering how is all this going to work? What does all of this mean? Why did, why, why, why did God give me this child? Does my husband still really believe me this child's from God? Is there some doubt in his heart? What does all this really mean? I mean, could my life just been like my cousin's Rebecca, just get married and have a baby? Well, look at all of this. All this drama. So much in her heart. And we see this window into Mary's heart. All of these things were in her heart. She thought about them often. Probably just like many mothers here today. Many Ups and downs and questions and thoughts and th hopes that maybe didn't come through and things didn't work out the way you thought they were going to and all these different things. And you're sitting back going, all of these things are in my heart. Mary didn't tell anyone about what was in her heart, but she thought about them often. Just like you moms today. I guarantee you, if you were to look in this room and expose the hearts of many of you mothers here, there are things in your heart that you think about that are inside of you, of this, this heart, this complexity of a heart with th these different reservoirs and pools of emotions and feelings, all these different things are in your heart. And you think about them often, but no one knows about them. And I want to spend some time today just affirming the heart of a mother. 
I don't know if you've ever thought about a heart of a mother, what she deals with, what she goes through, how she processes. I don't know if you've ever thought that her heart is any different than, than man's heart. Well, let me tell you, it is. And I believe God wants to speak life into the heart of a mother. I believe God wants to affirm you and tell you, listen, your heart is the way it is because he made it that way. Because you are showing the world what he is like through how you allow your heart to be moved, to be shaped, and to express love to others around you. And the first thing about a mother's heart is this. A mother's heart is discerning. A mother's heart is discerning. This is not unique to mothers, though. But mothers seem to have this heightened sense of knowing. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. And God has given this to you. I want you to hear me. He's given this to you from his heart. You see situations differently. How you love your children. This helps you to raise children. This helps you to, to determine what's really going on. All of us have had our mothers find things out that actually we thought there was no way my mom should have known about that. But she did. The world calls it women's intuition. Something about, I, I don't know. Maybe children say it this way, man, my mom has got eyes in the back of her head. We all know this. And so when Johnny or, or Susie tries to come to mom and tell mom what really happened and this is really what's going on and they have this great story they put together. So mom, that's what's happening. Mom says, I don't think so. There's something else here. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, mom's antenna goes up and she begins to discern the different things. It begins to, to kind of sort through the different information and draw from the different areas of her heart that God has put inside of her. Obviously, God knows all things, but mothers seem to have the same kind of knowledge of all things. This is discernment that God has given to the heart of the mother. And husbands, it's important you understand that God has gifted mothers with discernment. And many times you need to listen to it. Children, you need to understand God has put his fingerprint, his, his, his life, his nature in the heart of your mom. So when she says, I don't feel comfortable with that, you better listen to her. You better recognize that God has given her something in order to protect you. Husband, God has given your wife something in order to protect children and to help the family in times of need, in times of we need information. There's something about the heart of the woman that God has given and expressed himself in her so that she can express the nature of him in our lives. You know, every child in every situation doesn't require the same response. A mother's heart has to discern when to discipline, when to show grace, when to show strength, when to show love, when to speak strong, when to speak soft, when to speak nothing, when to walk into the room, when to say, you know, I'm going to wait outside the room. Now I'm going to walk into the room. I mean, I don't know how you do it. You're always discerning. You're, you're always, a guy's like, what? How come you're not walking in the room? Just wait. Why can't we walk in the room? It's the beauty of God being expressed to the heart of a mother. I never forget. There was one situation. I was planning on going to my friend's house, and I was going to go over there after um, basketball practice when I was a teenager. 
And I plan on packing my bag, and I was, I was kind of going through this rough patch of my life, and, um, and I was going to my friend's Jackie's house. We finished basketball practice as we were finishing running our, our, our last laps. I looked up, my dad was standing in the doorway of the gym. I thought, what's dad doing here? But anyway, finished, got my bag, said, hey, dad, what's going on? He said, hey, son, you're coming home with us? I said, well, no, I'm going over to Jackie's house. He said, no, you're, you're coming home with us. What that means, though, just for all you to, to interpret, means you're coming home with us. <laughs> I said, okay. So I told Jackie, Jackie, I'm I not coming over your house. So I get in the car, we're going home, and my dad says, hey, um, well, I said, Dad, well, how come I'm not, I can't go? He said, uh, your mom just feels like you don't need to go over there. I said, well, okay. Now what my mom and dad didn't know is that uh, Jackie and I were planning on going over someone else's house that night. And what I didn't know and later came out is that some illegal things happened at that house that we were going to go to that night. And my mom discerned, Lord spoke to her and said, uh-uh. And my dad said, okay, no problem. And her discernment spared me from something I don't even know today. I don't know. And that's the power of the heart of a mother. That's the power of understanding that, that moms see things. See, you don't always get it right, moms. But you need to know God's placed in you a uniqueness of spirit, of discernment, that God has given you to express of his purposes and his life for your children, for your family, and for your friends and the people around you. The heart of a mother reaches into lives and is filled with compassion. It's filled with justice. It's filled with love. It's filled with gentleness. It's filled with strength. You as a mom, you are keenly aware of people's needs and God uses you to uncover problems, to open people's hearts, to talk about things, to express his image to them. Moms, we want to thank you today for being discerning. We want to thank you for speaking up when you have something in your heart. Thank you for using that discernment to protect your children, to protect your husband, to protect the family. Thank you for being discerning. The second thing about a mother is this, that a mother's heart is resilient. You know, sometimes men think, you know, you know sweetheart, you, you just need to get over it. You just need to get over it. You just need to move on. But what it means for a mother's heart to be resilient is this. God did not make women's heart to just get over it. Because if he did, they would have gotten over us a long time ago. <laughs> They would not, if they weren't resilient, they would not be able to put up with children the way that they do. They wouldn't be able to deal with, with, the, with the different things in life that move and shift. Because God made their hearts resilient. He made their hearts committed. He gave them a portion of his heart that says much of what God, like what God said to Joshua. He said this in Joshua 1.5, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. Now listen to this. I will never leave you nor forsake you. There's something in the heart of the mother that says, I will never give up on you. Because she's resilient. Thick or thin. Good or bad. And the heart of a mother says, child, wherever you go, if you think you're going to run from me, you're wrong. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to knock on every best friend's door. I'm going to, I'm going to go through every, I'm going to go through your phone. I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes to find out where in the world you are. 
I'm going to call people. I'll call your cousin. I'll call your friends. Oh, you're afraid I'm going to embarrass you? Then you better get your butt back home. She's resilient. She doesn't give up. There's something about the heart of a mother. I mean, we all know it today. She will text you. If you don't answer in 2.3 seconds, she will text you again. And if you don't answer, she will text you again. And she will text you again. If you call, she will leave you 27 voicemails until you call her back. She's resilient. She's like a bulldog. She's not letting you go. She's not leaving you. Whether you want to get away from her or not, mama says, you ain't getting away from me. Because she's resilient. Because it's, a, it's, a, it's this, this image of God that he will never give up. He will chase you. When a child is running late for curfew. And the husband says, sweetheart, just relax. It's going to be all right. She has a piece of her father's heart in her that won't give up, that will not rest, that cannot relax when one of her children is not home yet. Same way as the father. He will go out to the highways and the byways to find his babies. And he cannot and will not relax until they're home. When everyone else gives up on your child, when people are ashamed to be around her child, she will be the one that will take that child food. She'll make sure that child's all right, no matter how old. She is resilient. Doesn't matter what anyone else says about her child. She's not going to give up on her child. She will never be embarrassed of her child. She will stand there. She will be resilient because God did not give up on us. And a mother will not give up on her children. She has the nature of what Paul talked about to Timothy. He wrote Timothy and he said this, hey, Timothy, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. For he cannot disown himself. This is what the heart of a mother does. It reflects the resilience of their creator God. Mothers, thank you for not giving up on your children. Thank you for not giving up on your husbands. Thank you for not giving up on people. Thank you for not giving up on friends. And thank you for not getting over it. Thank you. I think we should give moms a hand for not giving up. A third thing in a mother's heart is this. A mother's heart is generous. She's a giver. She's not a taker. She will run children from one place to another place to another place. She will give up her own dreams so her family can fulfill theirs. She will sacrifice her own needs so the other's needs are met. A mother's heart doesn't ask the question, what's best for me? What's easiest for me? What makes my life easier? She's always concerned, how can I serve the family? How can I make their life easier? How can I, how can I step out of the way so that they can succeed? That is what the heart of a mother is. She is generous. She gives of herself. And the heart of a mother is expressing the generosity of a creator who is giving, giving, giving constantly. Just like in Romans 8, 32, speaking of God, he says this. He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all. In other words, he gave of himself. How will he not also along with him graciously give us 
all things. The heart of a mother has in, in her instilled the image of God who is constantly giving, being generous, and doing his best to serve his children and his family. That's what the heart of the mother is. A mother's generosity actually doesn't just stop with her family. At the end of the night when she's exhausted, when she's got the last child in bed, she's cleaned, cleaned up, she's folded the last piece of laundry, and her friend calls and says, I need you. Guess what? That heart of a mother, a mothering heart that God has placed in the, in the, in the heart of the woman will leave whatever. She will sacrifice. She will go without sleep to meet the needs of people. She will generously give of herself and express the goodness and generosity of God to the people around her. No matter what's going on, you mothers and women, you will go into prayer mode. You'll go into warrior mode. You'll give the time and energy to seek the throne room of God for your friends, for your friends' children, for someone else's need. Because the image that you express of your creator is generous. Because you have inside of you a piece of God's heart that he gave you. So you can re represent him on this earth. Mothers, thank you for being generous. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sacrificing. Thank you for doing all the things that no one else knows about. Thank you. The last point today about a mother's heart is this. A mother's heart needs to be healed. Because of who you are, because of how God has made your heart, because how he has shaped your heart, you feel things and you feel things very deeply. They go to a deep place that no man really understands at all. You take upon yourself burdens. You take upon yourselves responsibilities that no one else sees. Your heart is filled with these different reservoirs, these different pools that, that one is this person's needs, one's the needs of the family, one's, one's are, are, are your, your in-law's needs. Someone else's, very, very few of you women actually have a pool that your needs, because you're always pouring into everyone else's. I mean, you feel things in a very significant way. And there are things that probably keep you up at night things that keep you stressed, you wake up tired, maybe you go to bed tired. There are deep issues of your heart that you carry and you think about often, just like the heart of Mary. Maybe that's your heart today. And maybe those deep things that you carry, maybe it's created pain in you. Maybe because of life and the journeys and the ups and downs, maybe even your own mistakes. You've lost the joy. You've lost the sense of peace, the sense of well-being. And I really believe that a lot of these things that keep you up at night, a lot of these things that have happened to you, they're actually things you cannot do anything about. You can't do anything about them. Many of you here today have feelings of great guilt, of great senses that you, maybe you've failed. I've failed. I, I, I've blown it. I haven't been enough. I've been, I've been totally inadequate. 
maybe your child who's chosen to go his or her own way, you thought, that was, that was me. My friends, you need to be careful. The enemy wants to destroy you. He wants to crush your heart. Listen, I would say that God was a pretty good father. I know we would all say that. He was perfect. He loved Adam and Eve just the way that they needed to be loved. He comforted them. He was there for them. He provided for them. He walked with them. He fellowshiped with them. They still chose to go their own way. That didn't disqualify God for being a good father. You cannot control these things. God's given mankind a free will, which includes your children, and it includes your husband as well, and it includes you. You have a free will. A lot of things happen in life that are not godly. Some are just, some are unfair. Things you control, things you don't control. But this is, this is what, I, what I believe God wants for your heart today. God wants to give you a peace that's available to you so that you can let God be God in your situations. Maybe you need to turn people over to God that you've held on to for a really long time. Maybe you need to stop trying to control situations and release them to God. Maybe you need to say, God, listen, I give up. You know how to work things out better than I do. I trust you. I'm going to let you do what you do, and I'm going to stay out of it. Maybe God wants you to release some things to him today. Your heart needs to be reminded, moms, that God is good. He is in control. You are not. There should be great comfort that comes from that. He is orchestrating the life of your child. You are not. He is orchestrating the life of your husband. You are not. And many times God wants us just to step back because of our hearts. Because it's very difficult. We, your, your heart as a woman is complex. And God made you nurturing to, to protect and save. And you go from, from watching a baby, making sure they eat, making sure they sleep, making sure they don't hit their head on that corner, making sure you don't put them around the wrong people. And, the, and all of a sudden they begin to, to grow up. And sometimes it's really hard to say, all right, God, now they're yours. It's very hard. But God wants, to, wants you to live in freedom. He wants you to live with a sense of new joy, rejuvenation in your own life. He's the one. He wants your troubles. He wants your pain. He wants your mistakes. He wants your secrets. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your cares upon Jesus. Just don't lay them down. Just don't kind of, hey, you can take these. No, you throw them on Jesus. Now, God, I can't do this anymore. It belongs to you. He made your heart. He knows everything about you. Why, why do you cast them on him? Because he cares for you. He loves you. There's no telling what pain is in this room. But I believe God wants to heal your heart. There's disappointment that's been hard for you to move past. Now why? Because God made you that way. 
That's why you got to stay close to your creator. Maybe there are feelings of betrayal that you're dealing with. Maybe there are feelings of that you were abandoned by God. Maybe you feel like a failure. Maybe you feel feelings of neglect from your parents. You're still carrying them today. Feelings of neglect from your husband, from your children, from your in-laws. God gave you a heart to feel things deeply. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what makes you powerful. That's what makes you special. That's what makes you significant. That's what makes you a mom. But he also gave you a heart that belongs to him. And that he wants to heal. Your need today, whatever it is, hasn't shocked God. He's not embarrassed by it. Your need is real. Your pain is real. Your disappointment is real. You were formed in his image. You're not perfect. And your heart does not live in a perfect world. So naturally, there are these things you need to bring to him. You need to surrender to him as a mom. God knows the type of heart he placed in you. And freedom is available to you today. Freedom is available right where you're at. A new sense of joy is available to you. Peace is available to you. Surrender your heart to him. He wants to give you a fresh touch of vision in your life. He wants to stir things that maybe haven't been stirred in a long time. He wants to relieve from you feelings of, of inadequacy. Maybe, maybe you have blown it. Listen, run back to Jesus. He will heal your heart. He will give you the heart that he wants you to have. Surrender to him. Maybe there are things in your life that you've never expressed to anyone and you think about often. I believe the best thing that God would want to do today for a heart of a mother is just blow away the cares, blow away the weightiness, blow away the darkness and shed light on your heart. And for you to feel that he loves you. We hope that this message has spoken something personal to you. If you would like more information about our church family or service times, please call us at 303-424-2121 or visit us at our website, www.fbci.org. Faith Bible Chapel currently meets in our Family Worship Center, located on the corner of 62nd Avenue and Ward Road.